Hello, this is Carl Mailer from the Let's Talk Sports podcast. Are you one of the many people like me who love to voice their opinions? Then, well, the Anchor app is for you. Me, myself, I love using the Anchor app because I love voicing my opinion about everything sports. If you would like to get started on your own podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash start to make your own podcast. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Let's Talk Sports Radio. I'm your host, Carl Mailer, the voice of radio, and this is where we talk all things sports. Well, ladies and gentlemen, what I was going to get to last night, I'm going to get to this morning. Unfortunately, I just had to break that news yesterday that the Washington Post reported about, and I'm sure all of you have seen it by now on all over social media, about the 15, acu- 15 women that have... Uh, come out saying that they were sexually harassed by former employees from the team down in D.C., now just known as Washington. But but I wanted to get to uh, the, the biggest, I think, the biggest player going into this season who was not signed to a new deal, who is going to be playing on his first franchise tag, and that is the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, Dak Prescott. This is probably one of the more uh, interesting uh, players to be playing on the franchise tag uh, because here is a uh, here is a young man who, since coming into the league in 2016, he uh, he's just been he's been playing phenomenal. He was drafted in the fourth round of 2016 out of Mississippi State. Uh, he really, I think, a lot of people uh, well. I would probably assume a lot of Dallas fans probably looked at this kid and said, well, we hope he is the successor to Tony Romo. We hope he can be as good as Tony Romo. Now, I'm not saying Tony Romo was a great quarterback because he wasn't a great quarterback. Tony Romo was an above-average quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. He did get to the, he did get the Dallas Cowboys uh, some success. He did create some success for Jerry Jones as a – team or as everyone thinks that it is America's football team. I don't necessarily care for that uh, that term that they get, America's football team, but that's what they're considered, so we'll just go along with it. But I here's what a lot of people thought was the successor to Tony Romo, and, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, even though I don't really care much for Dallas, I will say that Dak Prescott has been playing phenomenal. He's been playing, I'm just going to say, he's been playing his ass off. He really has. Ever since coming into the league in 2016, and now I believe, and I I can't remember what year this was. I want to say it was in 2017 when, uh, or hell, it might have been in 2016 when he was drafted. I want to say that Tony Romo, I know he got hurt, and it, it wasn't in the regular season. It was in a preseason game down in Seattle. And uh, I, I can remember that, I guess, I think it was his back. His back got injured on a play. I can't. I don't know who from Seattle was the one that caused it to happen. But I just know that Tony Romo was down and hurt. And then, I, I, I don't know, I want to say that he was out for that season. And I think that ended up being Tony Romo's last season. But I do know that uh, ever since that Prescott has been in this league since 2016, He's made the Pro Bowl twice. He's a PFWA All-Rookie team in 2016. He was 
the NFL Rookie of the Year in 2016. He is um, he has a completion percentage rating now. This is just as of what happened last as of last season. As of last season, he has a completion percentage rating of 65.8. He has 15,778 passing yards, 97 touchdowns to only 36 interceptions. He has a career rating, passer rating of 97. He has 1,221 rushing yards and 21 rushing touchdowns. Now, if you were to tell me that a fourth-round draft pick out of Mississippi State was coming into the league in 2016, and he puts up those type of numbers. And Dallas has had has seen just a little bit of success with Dak under quarterback. Uh, obviously, you have to have all the chips play at the at the right pace. I, I think Dallas is a is an incredible talented team. They they have a lot of talent on the offensive side, and not and I'm not taking anything away on the defensive side. Dallas has a lot of talent. On the offensive side, they got one of the best offensive lines in all of football. They got one of the best receivers in Amari Cooper, who they did uh, tie up, I guess you could say, uh, earlier in the offseason because it there was a report. I don't know how much of this is true, but there was a report that Washington was trying to offer Amari Cooper top dollar money to reel him in because obviously we all know the situation in Washington where Washington doesn't really have a lot of playmakers surrounding Dwayne Haskins. And then they have also one of the electric running backs in the league ever since he came into the league from Ohio State in Ezekiel Elliott. So this is by far the weirdest situation that I can't seem to understand why Dallas wasn't able to come to an agreement with Dak Prescott on a new deal. Now, I did read that Dak on two occasions did talk with Jerry Jones and and company about getting a new deal done. Now, here was what the reported deal that was they were trying to set in stone, but it was a little too late before the deadline. I believe the deadline was this past Thursday or Wednesday. It was either yesterday or it was Wednesday when the deadline at 4 o'clock ended for the franchise tags to be, or the potential players that were going to be playing on the uh, franchise tag to sign a long-term deal. So the reported deal was worth about 33 to $35 million per year with $110 million guaranteed. That's what Dak Prescott and the Cowboys were trying to work on. I don't know why they couldn't get the job done. And I, and it's funny because it's a lot been here and a lot of things that Jerry Jones just isn't sold on Dak Prescott just yet. Are you kidding me? You're not sold on Dak Prescott? I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I understand the complexity of that situation. I would be sold on Dak Prescott. I, and, I, and I'm just going to say this, and I'm not going to take anything away from Dwayne Haskins because he's only going into his second year. But if Washington was to snag Dak Prescott, I think we wouldn't be having a lot of issues going on right now. But again, I'm not trying to take away anything from Dwayne Haskins. I wish him luck going into his second season. But Dallas, you're absolutely crazy for not trying to get this man signed to a long-term deal. Because here's a situation that I think a lot of Dallas fans now have to come to the realization of. And that is, 
is that Dak could potentially play his cards like one Kirk Cousins did when he was in Washington, when Kirk played in back-to-back seasons on the franchise tag. And then you saw what happened with Kirk Cousins. He went out and signed an $84 million guaranteed contract with the Minnesota Vikings. Excuse me, that has only led, I think, to so far only one playoff appearance for the Minnesota Vikings. So if I'm Dallas, if I'm the fan base, or if I'm the higher up ownership, I have to be wondering now, what is Dak going to do? Now, Dak did state in an interview to reporters that he is happy to be a cowboy amidst all of those contract rumors. But if I'm Dallas, if I'm the fan base, I'm got to be careful with what Dak might do because Dak can play this out. He can play this perfectly in his cards. Now, granted, Dallas wasn't as successful last year. They were only 8-8, eight and eight, but then again, we're talking about the NFC East. That isn't the greatest division when it comes to consistency, and, and that's the biggest thing that division lacks is consistency. But here's the thing, too. If I was to rank the quarterbacks in that division, and I know this has nothing to do with the contract situation I'm talking about with the Dak, but if I had to rank the quarterbacks in the NFC East, I would go with Dak and Carson Wentz as number that, that that's really tough, but obviously those two are at the top. And then you have I would honestly I would give Daniel Jones a slight nod over Dwayne Haskins, just because of the simple fact the mess obviously that Dwayne Haskins went into. But that's nor for me to say, so it, it is what it is. But Dallas, I don't know what the heck you are doing. You're letting – I'm not going to say that Dak is going to walk away from this because if he does, I don't know what's going to happen with you. But now you got a quarterback, a very young 26-year-old quarterback that is going to probably play his cards just right. Does, does Prescott deserve the Mahomes type money that Mahomes got on his contract? No, absolutely not. But Dak does deserve a little bit of pay because he has been, he has played phenomenally since he's entered the league. And it seems like he might become a Cam Newton type-esque because you don't see a lot of quarterbacks that rush for that many touchdowns in the league. But Cam Newton is one of them, and it seems like Dak is now going to be one of them. So that that's just an interesting... Interesting thing that that I can't believe that Dallas wasn't able to get a hold of, and and here's another situation that's got to that Dallas has got to be careful of is because you got a lot of offensive talent. I mentioned that a couple minutes ago. All that offensive talent that you got, you got to be willing to pay those guys because you drafted a very young and talented upcoming receiver and CD Lamb. So if C.D. Lamb proves his worth in the NFL, then eventually one day you're going to have to pay him maybe potentially top receiver money. So we'll see how that plays out. But Dallas has a lot of offensive playmakers that are worth a lot of money. You just spent a lot of top dollar money on Amari Cooper, like I mentioned earlier too as well. Because I supposedly Washington was trying to pry Amari Cooper away. And now you have 
you have basically when I look at Dallas's offense, I look at three big names, and that is obviously Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Amari Cooper. You can't tell me that the high executives, Jerry Jones and all of them, can retain those three at one time. It, I, I think it's going to be highly impossible because let's just say Dallas comes out with a fire lit under their ass. They come out, they pound every single body each and every week. I'm not saying Dallas is going to be like the Carolina Panthers from a couple of years back when they went 15-1 in the regular season. But imagine if Dallas came out and just put a whooping on everybody every single week. Dak Prescott was putting up career-high numbers. Ezekiel Elliott was putting up career-high numbers. Mari Cooper putting up career-high numbers. It's going to be hard to redu- retain all of those players at once, especially when you got to center everything around your cornerback. So I don't know what's going to happen with that situation. I just know that... Dak Prescott is playing his cards, and he might be playing them. And I'm not, I'm not predicting this. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but he could potentially. And I do not really foresee this happening. But I'm just hypothetically stating this: that Dak Prescott could potentially work his way out of Dallas because maybe he doesn't really like Dallas, even though he says he does. But that is. For me, not to know. So, but it's been a very interesting, interesting NFL offseason, to say the least, you guys. I don't, um, it's just been crazy. I know uh, this whole situation going on in Washington is like the biggest talk of the NFL, but this is what I originally wanted to talk about last night on my broadcast, but I had to break the news, like I said, about what the Washington Post came out with just furthermore hurting my NFL team that has no name. So (laughs) what a time to be a Washington fan, huh? But you guys, I hope you guys are staying safe out there again. I know I've been saying this the last on my last two episodes, but please guys just stay safe with whatever you do, wherever, whenever you go out to stores, just please follow your state's protocols with the, uh, where just wear your y'all just wear your mask, wash your hands, do the essential stuff to stay safe, protect yourself from the pandemic going on. As always, guys, thank you for tuning in today. I am your host, Carl Mailer, and this is where we talk all things sports.